Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? Today on the show, we have Eric Bandholz. He is the founder of Beer Brand, a men's grooming company based in Austin, Texas. Through branding, social media, and great products, Beer Brand's grown from $0 in sales to over seven figures in just two years. On the show today, we're going to talk about how beards are actually becoming a very strong fashion statement. Stay tuned for more. So Eric, tell me what you do in one sentence. Well, I am the founder of Beard Brand, and Beard Brand fosters style for the urban beardsman by providing some excellent men's grooming products as well as content and information and resources for urban beardsmen. Okay, so like an urban beardsman, that would just be, you know, someone that's not like Paul Bunyan out on the fields chopping wood all day. Urban beardsman is a guy who goes into the office, wears a suit to work, but wants to actually grow his beard up. Is that ostensibly kind of your target demographic? Yeah, I mean, you pretty much nailed it. And a little more of our story is when I started growing my beard out, I was uh, actually um, a graphic designer. And I would go to networking events, and I was the only guy with a beard. And I would always hey, get the, the comments like, hey, Grizzly Adams, or hey, Duck Dynasty, or, you know, um, ZZ Top. And those are like kind of like the rocker, outdoorsman, you know, biker type of, of guys, which right. I think have always traditionally been associated with, with beardsmen. And I never like, I mean, they're cool people and all, but I just never really related to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to this event where I met a, a lot of other people who were similar to me that were kind of, uh, professionals and designers and salespeople and you know priests and, and uh, pastors and all that stuff and uh, it kind of hit me like a ton of books like the urban beardsman you know that's who I am um, and we kind of uh, have just been focusing on that ever since okay so what you guys supply over a beard brand is just like helping people keep their beards looking fresh full things of that nature right it's not yeah so beard brand is a men's grooming company so that means uh products to take care of your beard but we also roll out uh we're rolling out products to take care of your hair your body keep you smelling fresh keeping you clean um you know uh, like an american crew would be one of our competitors um if you thought of it that way for for beard brand okay that makes sense and so what kind of separates your product line from like American Crew then? Well, so for us, it all starts with the beard. You know, we've probably got the best beard care products on the market, uh, in my opinion. Of course, I'm, I'm a little biased. But, <laughs> um, so we've got great products that, that start with the beard. And then what we do differently than uh, the big, um, you know, public companies is we have a wide range of options for similar products so like our beard oil we have nine different versions of that um, for something that's going in your beard that's right under your nose you really need a lot of variety 
for our, for the consumer to be able to connect with that product and, and feel comfortable with the product that, mm-hmm. that really fits their personality. And then, of course, we uh, tie that across the line. So like our mustache wax we, we have, and then uh, the beard wash, beard softener, all of that will, will eventually kind of be a, a full line of products for people to be able to just have that unified fragrance. That makes sense. So, you know, as you kind of start talking here, we're talking beards, business, some people might kind of recognize your name. Um, so do you want me to talk about how you people might recognize you from the TV show Shark Tank? Yeah, uh, I've been on Shark Tank. Uh, I've done a, a live spot on uh, Fox Business News, been quoted in New York Times, uh, Wall Street Journal, and uh, get, I make my rounds, man. I make my rounds. Um, but yeah, Shark Tank was... Uh, Shark Tank was an incredible experience that uh, I'd recommend anyone do it uh, if they can. You know, it's a very, very uh, emotional experience and very intense, um, but very rewarding as well. I can, I can definitely imagine. So I think uh, a lot of people who like maybe do or do not watch the show think you just kind of go in there with an idea and then you get thrown like all this money at you. But like in your regard, like people had to choose not to like invest in you, even though you are now running a successful company. Do you think that was kind of like a blessing in disguise, or do you think if they would have invested in you, you still would have kind of been at where you are now, just a little bit quicker? You know, um, business theory is always a, a fun conversation to talk about, and I think uh, you know what uh, capital or cash or investment will do is allow you to accelerate. Uh, your growth, but uh, to do that, uh, there's usually strings attached. So uh, you may have to compromise your brand or compromise your product um, to be able to grow at a quick rate. So um, you know it comes with goods and good and bad, and you know, and then of course there's the emotional and and the uh, um, kind of relationship aspect of your investors and and how much say they have in the business and. And, um, you know, how you lean on them. And, and really, I mean, it can be great, too, because it could be someone who's been there and done that. And then you can learn from their lessons. And, and you're really growing not because you're sacrificing your brand, but because, you know, you're learning from, from their mistakes. That makes sense. Like, I feel like you guys have done a really good job of organically growing your following and your community with, you know, your website and you guys have your own podcast out there right the urban beardsman podcast is that correct yeah so um you know we talked about what beard brand is and then uh we also have a property called urban beardsman urbanbeardsman.com and that's really kind of our, our media arm which is really driven to change the way society views beardsmen and show the world that uh, just because you have a beard it doesn't mean you fit in those traditional stereotypes that there's different kinds of guys out there and then what we'd like to do on that website is really give the guys the tools that they need to feel confident and comfortable with themselves as individuals. So um, we do provide content about, you know, beard grooming and hair grooming. Um, But beyond that, we give them like inspiration for style, you know, cool gear that they can pick up on or, you know, things that will add value to their life. Like on our podcast, we'll talk about, you know, whiskey or beer or cooking or food or you know, whatever will go on in an urban beardsman life to, to just enhance themselves. And, and really, what we like to say is, like, grow into better man or keep on growing is, is kind of one of our taglines. 
that definitely makes sense to me. So I feel you'd probably be a subject matter expert in this regard to debunking a few myths about beards. So like, let's hop into that real quick. Uh, maybe some things that people are thinking out there are in general like, I like just I shave every day. I don't want to grow a beard out because like a beard is gonna be itchy on my face. Is that something that's true? Like that urban beardsman has to deal with every day, just scratching their face. Like how? What's the real myth behind that? Yeah. So. Um... Well, the, the reality is what happens when you shave your beard, if you can imagine, the, the razor is slightly pulling the hair, and then when it cuts the hair, it cuts the hair at an angle. So similar to like how you, when you get a haircut, it's itchy, the same process is happening when you're shaving. So you're essentially creating these like little micro spears that will jab into your, your skin. So having an itchy beard is totally to be expected during those first couple of weeks of growing. But what happens is the edge of the hairs kind of gets softer and um, then it's just going to be like head hair. You know, like if you had long head hair that touched your neck, it's not going to be itchy. Um, but it is itchy when you get a haircut and it's all on, on your shoulders. So that's kind of the analogy I like to make um, to, to help people realize that. And, and there are products you can do to like soften up your beard and, and uh, make it not as coarse. Okay, yeah, because like some people who have beards, it's like long, scraggly. Some people, it's lo like long and straight. Um, some like a little bit. Are people like shampooing it or like putting products? What sort of products are going into a beard to make it actually look or keep your hair healthy and looking good? Yeah, so I mean, uh, you can just kind of look at our product line. It, it starts with a beard wash. It is uh, would be equivalent to like a hair shampoo, and then a beard softener would be equivalent to a hair conditioner and. And the thing is, uh, you'll want to get a beard product over a hair product because hair products are designed for like 100,000 follicles on your head, whereas a beard only has about 30,000. And the skin on your scalp is actually the thickest skin of anywhere on your body. Uh, compare that with your face, which can get pretty thin at areas. So a beard product is going to be formulated specifically to work on your face uh, as much as the, the beard hair. So. I think that's kind of like the biggest misunderstanding a lot of guys have is like, oh, I'll just use my hair shampoo or hair wash and, and not realize that, you know, it's it's really not formulated for that. That makes sense. So like another myth that people kind of have out there about growing beards out is like, say I grow a beard out for, you know, a couple of weeks, I have to go to a barber to like trim my beard. I mean, I feel like that's pretty easy to debunk uh, based on the fact that you guys sell beard trimming kits. Yeah, I mean, we've got uh, scissors that we have for, for guys that, that maybe they don't have access to good barbers. I love going to the barber shop and getting my beard trimmed because, you know, when you look up uh, to trim your neckline, it's really hard to actually see your neckline. So uh, having a barber do it is nice, but there's a lot of times that, you know, the barbers just don't have experience trimming beards. And, and guys invest a lot of time into growing their beard that they don't want someone who's inexperienced you know, hacking away at it. That makes sense. So with growing a beard out, I feel a lot of people think that if like you shave the beard, it'll actually grow in thicker. Is that something that's true? Or like how does someone grow, actually grow a good beard? Yeah. I mean, that's a huge, that's a, a huge wives tale that I don't know how it keeps on getting propagated, but there's like the, the only thing shaving does is it shaves off your beard. It doesn't help you grow back at all and there could be like the psychological aspect of it seems like it's growing in faster or quicker 
but the reality is if you took a photograph of your beard consistently over time, you'd see that it would grow at an equal pace. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's, uh, that's a big one. But if you really do want to grow your hair faster, there are things you can do. You can take uh, biotin. You can eat like a, a full well-balanced diet that's rich in and uh, vitamins like vitamin C. So things like uh, nuts and spinach and kale and avocado are great uh, things to be eaten. And then um, exercise, specifically lifting weights, can really boost your beard potential. Interesting. So it actually takes skill and effort to grow a good beard. It's not just not shaving for six weeks. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, like, well, I would say, like, it takes effort to maximize your growing potential. So some guys can have a fantastic beard and be out of shape and unhealthy and not exercise, but they've got great beard genetics, you know. And then there's other people who could be the most fit people in the world, have the best diet in the world, and still kind of have a, a, a scruffy beard. So it really comes down to, like, you know, uh, uh, maybe a better analogy would be like if you eat like well as a child, you know, chances are you're going to grow to the the height that you can grow. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I right. definitely you can't, you can't eat all the the food in the world is not going to get you there. It's, it's basically <laughs> so the same thing goes with your beard or or really any other attribute about yourself from you know your nose shape to your ears to uh, your body build your your frame structure all that stuff is is genetic. Okay, so let's like a look at maybe or old school myth here too is unless you've been living under a rock, you know this is not true. But uh, having a beard won't actually land you a job if you're applying for a new job. Yeah, I mean that's um, that's the big thing that we're trying to do uh, at Beard Brand and Urban Beardsman is when I was in college and I went to the counselors, they always said the first thing you got to do is shave your beard for an interview. Shave your beard for an interview. And to a certain degree, it really kind of does depend on the job you're going for nowadays. A lot of jobs are a lot more flexible with facial hair. And, and I was talking to another entrepreneur, another business owner, and he was telling me how if they had a completely shaven policy, they wouldn't even be able to find candidates anymore, that there's so few guys who choose to, to rock the, the completely shaven look, the beardless look. So um, I think it's interesting that times are changing now and, and there's a lot more flexibility to wear a, a beard and especially a well-kept, well-groomed beard uh, will get you uh, through a lot more doors than uh, maybe a, a more natural beard. Yeah, see, I think that's like, it's really positive about what you guys are doing is more about like, the education of like the people, like people like in general, not just telling people, oh, you can go get, wear a beard and be fine. It's more like general acknowledgement which i really appreciate yeah yeah it's uh i don't know man for for me i can't imagine really just building a company that's trying to sell stuff like it for for us it's so much more than that you know it's this company is partly an extension of myself and, <laughs> and really what i want to do in life and and become a better guy and and really make my mark on the world you know and, and change the world and and help individuals and we've done a lot of that so far so it's been uh, really rewarding endeavor. So when like people are going to grow their beard, there's obviously infinite different styles people have. Like people don't know, like well, we'll see your picture, but like you have a full beard, maybe what like nine, twelve inches long, something like that. But then there's people out there who just have the you know day old stubble versus a mustache versus like a soul patch versus a chin strap or like something that's grown out maybe like a, an inch or so off the face. 
how does someone really choose what style fits their face or their personality best? Well, really, like, you, you don't know until you grow. So you, you kind of just, in life, like, you just got to try something sometimes. And I recommend that all guys go for what's called a year, which is a year long of growing your beard. Okay. And during this process, you're really going to see what your kind of your face looks like through the, the various stages of beard growth. And you'll get a feel for if you like it longer or if you like it shorter or, um, you know, if you want it super long and, and uh, go in, you know, for two years or three years or terminal. Um, so it's, it's something that, you know, beards do grow back and you've got the flexibility to try different styles. And, and really, uh, there may not be like a one right look for you, but, you know, the one right look for you today or uh, what you feel like uh, works for you today. That makes sense. Do you think this beard boom will ever end? Do you think it's just like a fad for a couple of years, or do you think it's more people really accepting it into society for the long term? So uh, the the better question would be, um, do you think that the shaving fad has finally ended? <laughs> um, because because beards are something that are ingrained in our DNA and, and really natural to uh, mankind. So uh, any alternative from that would be a fad or a trend. So, um, you know, I don't think that you could ever get rid of beards. I mean, it's, it's really like part of, of being a man, um, uh, from like a, a physiological standpoint. And I do think there are like movements and trends to whether or not guys have tend to have it or don't have it. Uh, but from my personal take, like with the internet, uh, with the acceptance of working from home, uh, with stay at home dads, and uh, things like that that really just they don't have the same kind of pressures to conform into society uh, like maybe they did in the 50s when everyone was in the military they had to wear gas mask or they you know everyone worked at IBM and IBM required you to shave your beard off and stuff like that so those really had a big impact on how guys would wear their facial hair but if left to their own devices if left to choose I think the majority of guys would prefer to, to wear some kind of facial hair that makes sense. And so, like, some people who are growing out their, their year, right, to check out whatever they want, I'm sure there's things out there to kind of keep them motivated and excited, like beard competitions, right? Yeah, beard competitions are a great way to, to really immerse yourself into the full community and really see, like, and hang out with guys who are passionate about your facial hair. You know, it's, it's like a beauty pageant um, for men, and, and men tend to do things, like, a little more laid back so there's beer involved and inappropriateness and it's just a good time uh had by all but you know like if if you just want to keep your beard and grow your beard you know you don't have to feel obligated to 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 join those type of competitions if if that's not your style you know it doesn't make you any less of a person to uh, to not go the full full on you know big time beard how does someone win a beard competition? Like, I, I obviously I can imagine you know, a bunch of guys with beards and then the people are going to come, like, decked out in really cool, you know, styles with their beard, like uh, handlebars or something like that, or, like, it's braided. What, what would actually win a beard competition? Is it, like, wild and crazy or just really well-kept-up beard that looks good on the guy? So a, a beard competition is probably going to have about, like, uh, eight to 15 categories, depending on how big the, the competition is. So they, they try to have people compete in like categories. 
Um, so you'll have someone that's in like the sideburns category, someone who's in the mustache category, someone who's in uh, like the goatee category, someone who's in the full beard category. And then generally the winners are going to be those who have like a really full or really thick uh, type of beard. And then uh, toppers beyond that are going to be like the color and the texture of the beard. Uh, and then how it's groomed and, and uh, presented with the kind of the, the whole entire like look and feel. Okay, awesome. I feel like people have a, a lot better understanding now of like where you guys are coming from with beards and more knowledge in that regard. So let's, let's switch back over to actual the Urban Beardsman business. What would you say like your vision statement for the company is? For, uh, well, for Beard Brand, it's to, um, to change the way that society views beardsmen. And, and our mission statement is to foster style for the urban beardsmen. Um, so it kind of comes down to, you know, like really wanting to make an impact in the, the world. And uh, because of our mission is to foster style for the urban beardsmen, that means we create great products for them to, to, to build that style. But it also means we create things like Urban Beardsmen uh, as another resource for our audience to be able to, you know, get the education and the information they need uh, to become a stylish individual. Okay, what are some of the challenges you guys have faced so far since like 2012 when you guys started up that really have been like setbacks in that? I feel this isn't widely accepted information out there. I'm sure you have like a lot of like haters saying, oh no, like you can't just go out and say beards are acceptable in the workplace, even though they are, you know, people have their opinions, but like building this up, building up this company to the success level it is now, what are some of the challenges you've run into? Yeah, I mean, uh, with business, every day is a challenge. So uh, we've had challenges since like, since we, we sprung the idea and it will range like in the early days it's it's just kind of about getting that momentum and getting off the ground and and being able to to really like work for free not get paid not take anything out of the business and you know really hustle and get out there and spread the word and then you know and and then as our company's grown it's become about like the operations and the standard practices internally and and how to like hire the right people who fit the culture and and then how to uh, differentiate from the, the competition because when we started it was more about selling the idea of, of rocking a beard mm-hmm. and uh, taking care of the beard and now it's now that it's become more common it's well what is what does your company do that's different and I remember the first time I ran across that question it kind of blew my mind because it had always been like oh you've never heard of beard oil before you've never heard of beard care products you know give it a try check it out and then they, I ran into this one guy at a, a trade show, and he's like, oh, what's different about you from the other beard old? And I was like, it just like blew my mind. I was <laughs> not prepared for that response at all because, you know, we were like the only player for so long. And it's like, oh, I'm not ready for that, that objection. Uh, so that's been, you know, really interesting is just dis, uh, distinguishing our company and our brand uh, from the, the hundreds of players who have entered into the market. Oh, awesome. That seems like uh, pretty straightforward to like why you've been so successful is you put a lot of heart into your business and your community. So that definitely makes sense like why everyone wants to use your products and be a part of like your Urban Beardsman like, team, I guess you want to call it that. 
where do you see your company five years from now? Now that there's more competition coming up, you know, things are growing well, like what's the kind of five year vision? So in five years, uh, I'm really hoping to continue uh, the growth and the focus of the company. And what that means is uh, beer brands are really going to, to own the men's grooming space and, and of course, own beard care. But beyond that, we want to make sure that we take care of our, our customers' grooming needs. So that's going to be their hair grooming, their body grooming, and just expand our product line and, and really make it easier to be a customer of beard brand as well. So that means uh, growing our wholesale distribution and, and being in more retail stores so that uh, people can easily pick up our products. And then, um, you know, on the Urban Beardsman side, uh, we've got so many projects that we're working on um, that I'm super excited about. We've got the podcast and we've got our new YouTube channel, Urban Beardsman YouTube channel that, you know, hopefully we can build that into almost its own little media empire that um, can be a profit center for us as well. And, and uh, you know, maybe generate revenue through advertisements or sponsorships or uh, or maybe just continue to traffic back to beard brand. So um, I, I'm really excited about that and, and the opportunity that that can be uh, as we continue to grow the audience. Okay, so what will be the best way for someone to pick up some beard grooming products from you guys through your website? Yeah, so check us out at beardbrand.com. Uh, we've got the best stuff there. It's really informative. We have a lot of videos on there, how to use the products uh, and how to take care of your beard. And then also, um, if you just want to learn more about the lifestyle aspect of it, then check out urbanbeardsman.com. Okay, perfect. We'll definitely link uh, to the, those websites and your YouTube channel in the show notes for sure. Anything else you want to leave listeners with? No, I mean, it's uh, uh, growing a beard is a great experience. And it's really uh, something that will give you a different perspective on life. And I encourage all guys to, to grow a beard out, even if they don't think they can grow a beard. Uh, give it a shot, and you never know until you grow. And then if it doesn't work for you, then uh, shave it off. There's no shame in, in shaving your beard. And kind of the things that I, I like to remind people is where Beard Brand really stands out for our competition is, you know, we're about empowering the man to, to do what he feels is best. So whether that's growing a beard or shaving off a beard, we want them to take care of themselves and, and put themselves first. So... Um, there's a lot of other beard companies out there that, that call guys, you know, pussies and wimps for, for not having facial hair. And that's something we're, we're adamantly against. And see, again, it comes back to just like your heart and soul in the business and like in the community is I think what makes like you and your team just so great. Really appreciate about that for sure. Well, awesome, man. Yeah. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today and have a great rest of your week. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, what an absolutely incredible show with Eric. I'm so glad you gave us the time for this. I know he's a busy guy running his company, having his own podcast. Again, Urban Beardsman is the podcast he and Clayton Cook run, so definitely feel free to check that out. I'm actually going to become a follower for sure also. Seems absolutely phenomenal. But yeah, hopefully you guys learned something today. There's a lot of like tips and tricks that Eric gave us about beards and how they actually are something that people can go around sporting, looking good, staying classy, things of that nature. A lot of the myths were actually debunked, so I'm glad you guys learned something. Have a great rest of the day. Oh, one last thing before we go. 
If you haven't already, please subscribe to our, our podcast in iTunes and Google Play Music. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. Those are actually linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, actually, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. This episode was brought to you by A Positive Beauty. A Positive Beauty is a nail art blog with a positive living as its sidekick. So whenever you need a little quick pick-me-up, this safe space has got your back. You'll find lots of nail art, a sprinkle of beauty-related posts, and endless support on self-love. Someone who is a positive beauty is a person who emanates warmth and positivity wherever they go. Beauty shines forever when it is lit from within. To find out more, go to apositivebeauty.com. Also, for all your skincare and cosmetic needs, look no further than Lamp Enterprises. No matter your gender, age, race, or ethnicity, our top-notch products are exactly what you need to help your skin look softer, smoother, and more beautiful. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hopefully, you learned something new, or at least were able to share a few laughs with us. Until next time.